This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1530, Previews. I'm Brian Christman. I am Shane Kelly. And I'm Adam Murdo. And welcome to the show. In this episode, <coughs> pardon me, excuse me. In this episode, we will go through the January previous catalog for items in stores mostly in March. All right, well, we'll just jump right into this episode of Comic Geek Speak, as almost all of our preview shows are, are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com for all your pre-ordering needs. Go to the recently revamped website. Looks nice. Looks very nice. They have right there on the front page their featured items, their specials, their bundles, quick links to statues, action figures, clothing, and collectibles. As always, when you pre-order any DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, or Image book, they're right away 40% off the cover price. Other publishers between 20 and 35% off. And there's specials of 50 And even there's a 75% off special, which we will get to at some point here. So, yes, check them out. DCBService.com for all your pre-ordering needs. We're going to go through all the different bundles they have here as we get through this episode. Just a couple of reminders, of course. Don't forget that Saturday, March 7th, is the 10-year anniversary of Comic Geek Speak, and we will be having a live recording at noon Eastern Standard Time that day. Uh, so check that out. We'll also have it streaming on the, the interwebs. Go to thecomicforums.com for more information on that, or just follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Very much looking forward to that. All right, we just want to jump right into the previous jump catalog, right in. gentlemen. All right, so just want to start, I guess, at Dark Horse. I think actually a little Ooh, bit on, earlier sorry, now. Um, yeah, leave us not forget the yeah. free comic book day stuff. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because actually last night, mm-hmm. as this is being recorded, I already placed my DCVS order. Which I left it earlier. Because I'm like that. That's great. So when you when you check out at uh, the DCVS site o- online, you are then taken to the another site, another page where you can pick up to five issues of free comic book day titles that's how you would get them i, I did it and i chose my five and it's it easy as pie apple pie cherry pie just any kind of pie rhubarb that's correct. when i say i want you say pie i want pie okay, I'm, not going, I'm not going through the whole song simmer down Simon. <laughs> that's a great song one question i must ask though brian at the new revamped dcbservice.com, is the final checkout screen still that creepy image of that kid wrapped in the American flag from Rising Stars? Mm, actually, that was from uh, uh, Squadron Supreme. It was? Yes. Oh, all right. I thought it was from well, it's a different J. Michael Straczynski project. Yes. I don't believe so. I don't remember, actually. I was... You didn't like that kid? <laughs> uh, he always weirded me out a little bit. <laughs> okay. I can understand that. <laughs> but no, I don't believe he was there any longer. Uh, I'll miss him now. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy, and now you will miss him. 
Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you, Shane. I can get no, no, about the darndest things. Go right ahead. Um, page 27 shows the gold sponsors, and it runs from page 27 through page, good heavens, 39, uh, 40, 29. Yeah, well, yeah, 40 silver. is the whole entire free comic book day solicitations. Yeah, well, at 30, the silver sponsors. So. Silver, okay. Um, page 27 has Bongo and Boom Studios' 10th anniversary. Hmm. 10 years, that's great. Um, page 28 shows DC Comics. 29 shows Secret Wars well, Now, for, for the DC Comics, mm-hmm. do we it have... It just says Top Secret. I know it does. Do we have any guesses what that is? I guess as you record, it hasn't been revealed yet, I don't believe. Nope. I'm hoping that it's something to do after Convergence that ties into what they do with that, even though they say that's just for fun. Yeah. I like how it says not final cover. Well, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new series called Top Secret. Yeah. Every cover's going to be black, and everyone's going to say Top Secret. Um, I have to tell you, Pants, I got a, a little bit overly excited on page 29 when I saw Doctor Who special, free comic book day edition, three doctors. I thought maybe a special oh, written of the three doctors, and then it said three new stories. I'm like, ah, crap. But, you know, I'll still get it. Well, yeah. I'll still get it. It's still going to be good. But I, I just was reading a little too fast. I got a little never, too excited. Never, never crossed my mind. Yeah, it did mine. <laughs> on uh, page 30 is a Gronk. Free comic book day from Action Labs. Yep. That's Action nice. Lab Action Entertainment. Lab. Action Lab. It is singular. It always has Action been. Action Lab. <laughs> it's, just, it's a flying dog. Just one flying dog. That's correct. Well, I'm looking through my microphone and glasses. That's not helping me. <laughs> and then um, let's see. Page 33 from Hermes Press has a phantom. Page 34 has the turtles from IDW. Page 35 has The Tick and a Avengers number one free comic book day edition. These are just ones that I picked out uh, that I I took notice of. Page 36 has a 2000 AD special. Uh, Actually, that's one of the ones that I ordered. Is it? Yeah. Good. Excellent. Uh, 38 has a Valiant one. And then you can get the T-shirts, the posters, poster by Amanda Connor and a T-shirt design. Then the generic free comic book day on the on page thirty nine. Free comic book day always good, always fun, always enjoy it. Great idea. Dark Horse, yes. page forty six and forty seven. Frankenstein Underground by Mike Mignola. That's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Five issue miniseries of Mignola writing a Frankenstein story yeah. or Frankenstein's monster story with a little cameo by Hellboy thrown in. Mignola is not drawing it, though, we should point out. It's yeah, right. Art is by uh, Ben Stenbeck uh, with colors by Dave Stewart, a, uh, late of uh, the DC Batwoman series. Page 48 and 49 has Pastaways, number one, by Matt Kent, art and cover by Scott Collins, and colors by Bill Crabtree. I suggested that we do this as a uh, one of our off-the-rack picks. And the other guys agreed, so this is our first pick for Off the Racks. We are going to do it a little bit different this month, as that we're going to have four of them. And I asked for that, and the other guys were kind enough to say okay. So this is the first of four picks for Off the Rack. And go for it. Discounts Comic Book Service has this at 65% Woo-hoo! off right. $1.39, both the regular and the Matt Kent variant cover. Excellent. It's like they're reading our minds. Even better. Or we're using them as a 
you know, stepping stone to <laughs> picking these books. Well, I didn't even know to that. You didn't even know. No, that, I so. just went. I didn't. I really well, didn't. Now you do. Normally, I, you know this. I don't do my order until the last oh, day of the month. That's right. Yeah, I usually don't either. Slackers. I'm because you did it already. I'm going to try to do it this weekend. I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> we'll see. All right. Um, I'll wait a little while yet. I think. <laughs> but yeah, Pastaways looks like it could be a fun book. I like I like the way the art looks. I, I like Scott Collins' art. Oh hell yeah! That never hurts. Um, Matt Kent writing it that certainly interests me. I love time travel stuff. I just thought it looked really cool. And uh, I, again, I had no idea it was that much of a discount. That's just uh, butter on the bread. Uh, let's see. Next, I have page sixty nine, which interests me is the Grendel versus Shadows hardcover. I was glad to see it come out in in the collected hardcover fashion already. I want to read it. I did not want to get the issues. I will be getting the hardback. And then uh, page 70 and 71, the Usagi Yojimbo Volume 3 trade paperback and limited edition hardcover. I was reading on Facebook a post by um, Stan Sakai about – he. He was mentioning this one coming out in solicitations, I think it was, but he mentioned how the first limited edition volume is going for gangbusters in the aftermarket. Really? Yes. <laughs> so get this while you can. Um, Define gangbusters. Uh, a lot of money. I don't remember the exact right, amount, right. but it was pretty pricey <laughs> okay. compared to what uh, you can buy it for right here at at most seventy nine ninety nine. And then there's also the... Uh, Continuation of Gru, Friends, and Foes. Page 72 has a new series by yeah. Art Balthazar and how Franco. About, how about that, yes. Itty Bitty Comics. This is Grim Grimmis Island number one. That looks very good and something I will uh, add to my collection. And the first issue is half off at DCB Service. Dollar forty nine. Now we know where uh, Ronald McDonald's milkshake-loving pal comes from. Itty bitty Grimace Island. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I'm so slow on the uptake. Oh my God. God bless you, Murd. I have still in my possession at the house a Grimace doll from back in the 70s. Neat. Does any, did the kids say no of Grimace? Do they still use Grimace at all? My kids know who Grimace is because when they. Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese. They know of them because when they were little and, and the few times we did go to McDonald's, I would plop them in one of those high chairs and on the placemat tray okay. was right, right, all right. these characters. It did have a Grimace bib or a hand puppet thing oh, like it used to. Wow. You know, whatever. They know them. I don't know that they could name them now, but they do know of them. Could they put them out in a lineup? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Hamburglar! Probably. That they could do. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Even though we don't go to McDonald's We're old! Anymore. We are old. Well, this sounds like it might be a fun read. Uh, page 58. Uh, Neverboy, a six-issue miniseries about an imaginary friend who takes psychedelic drugs to keep himself in reality. Most people take psychedelic drugs for the opposite reason. So, interesting premise there. Yeah. Half off discount to my book service. That is all I had for Dark Horse, unless Mert has something else. That's about all I've got, too. You have your usual Buffy the Vampire Slayer books and, and Conan books, things that are doing well and good that they have. Dark Horse uh, certainly does a great job with those. <clears throat> On to the D of C. 
Yes, and this is, uh, I guess, their movie poster variant month. <laughs> Some of them are pretty clever. Uh, not yes. just any, but uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, that's movie Brothers. Yes, yes, of course, that's correct. No coincidence that. No, none whatsoever. And, of course, DCBS has a bundle for this. You can get all 22 of these variant cover movie posters for 45% off the cover price. That comes to forty-two twenty-two. Now... Just on this first page here that shows the bulk of them, my favorites... Actually, shows all of them. Does it show all of them? There's 22 images okay. there, Shane. Five times four plus two is 22. I didn't count. Elementary. I didn't count. And I don't know the song. Um, you don't have to count. There's five rows. And I didn't look at it that closely. Let's put it that way. Four rows. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I have a degree in math. I have to use it sometime. <laughs> That's true. Um, Bill and Ted's for Action Comics. Detective Comics Matrix cover. The Batman The Mask cover with the Joker. The Batgirl Purple Rain cover. Cliff Chang. He's actually done uh, like an album cover prints for that. Nice. Of, of the Purple Rain. She's actually, I think, on the bicycle with... You know, that's actually based off of that, yeah. The uh, Teen Titans Lost Boys cover. Beetlejuice Justice League Dark cover. My favorite, though, I think, is Justice League United Mars Attacks with the Martian Manhunter in the background. <laughs> And uh, big hair star girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman Free Willy is kind of clever too. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm personally drawn to Superman Superfly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Harley Quinn one though? It's That's an Elvis movie. Jailhouse it's, Rock. Is it? I know of them. I've never seen oh, them. Oh, come on. I've, I'm not the biggest Elvis fan. He's not bad. It's good. I like some songs. Don't hate me. I don't hate you. Okay. I just wouldn't have known that to save my life. All right. Page 88, Convergence number zero. This will be our second off-the-rack pick, which kind of probably was a no-brainer to anybody listening. Mm, yeah. I'm very excited to read this. I am actually as well. And as an extra incentive, are you sitting down, boys and girls? Absolutely. I am. I am. 75% off the cover price. It is only $1.24 wow. when you pre order through DCB service. That's how they get you. <coughs> That's, That's right. not a bad the way either. 75% off after they get you. And uh-huh. then they wave the giant bundles under your nose <laughs> yep. in the oh. next month or two. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yes, yeah, the hey. two issue miniseries begin. That's right. Yep. Okay gotta say, that. I, I am, I'm, I'm st- also very excited to read this, but. Uh, not quite as excited as I was when I first read about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I've just read what I've read about it since then. What what the uh, the content of the two issue miniseries are, is going to be like? It, it's making it sound a little less like the Kingdom, which is what uh, the first thing that popped into my head when I read about this this whole convergence concept, and a little more like Countdown Arena. Oh, yeah, so don't say that. Just the reaction I thought that would get. Yeah, it's just bringing together a bunch of uh, uh, characters from now defunct continuities and realities and. Uh, Pitting them against each other. Oh. It sounds like most of those two-issue miniseries are going to involve fights being picked between the title characters and random continuity refugees from like the Tangent Universe and oh. uh, DC One Million and the Batman Red Rain and so on and so forth. <sighs> so I'll definitely be reading the uh, the tentpole miniseries though, and uh, I will. There are some of those miniseries, the, the two-issue miniseries that mm-hmm. I I can't not buy. Yeah. There's going to be one featuring the original pre-crisis crime syndicate. Of America. Yep. All over that. Uh, page 89 shows the new 52 Futures End, which ends this month with issue 48. 
Yeah, just conveniently tying into the beginning of the Convergence events. Absolutely. supposed to be some connection between those two, actually, story-wise. Page 91 has Batman Earth 1 Volume 2 hardcover. I'm excited for that. Yep. And now would be a good time to also mention that they have half-off all new Marvel and DC hardcovers and trades. Mm-hmm. So that would be half-off cover price there, Shanner. So far, some of my favorite picks in this month are half-off or more. See, page 90, we've got another uh, well, DC video game adaptation here, Batman Arkham Knight number one. Uh, it's written by Peter J. Tomasi, a name I trust. Yeah. I mean, right. I've actually bought the video games. Yeah. Uh, I have the first three in the series. And I'm going to have to be getting this one. I'm not much of a gamer, but. Uh... I, I bought Batman Arkham Asylum, the first one, mm-hmm. months ago. I still have yet to sit down and play the damn thing. Good stuff. Mer, talk about page 92 and 93. Okay. You must not read these comics. Well, we're going to. Yes, we, we, yeah, we will. <laughs> we definitely will. Yeah, because these are the last uh, two installments in the Multiversity event. Uh, we've got uh, Ultra Comics number one, which has been teased and foreshadowed since uh, the Multiversity number one. Um, it's a, a haunted comic book, apparently possessed in some way. And... Uh, uh, some kind of uh, terrible metatextual pitfall awaits you if you crack its cover and read the story within. And that's followed immediately, um, like two weeks later, by The Multiversity Number 2, scheduled for release. And it, it's advanced solicited. It's supposed to be released April 1st, April Fool's Day. Funny, funny. Uh, and that's going to tie everything up. This uh, mad uh, parallel universe spanning epic that uh, Grant Morrison has been spinning for us over the past few months. Some very good comics have already come out of it. Page 95 has Earth 2 World's End ending with issue 26, solicited as 22 through 26. Yeah, this uh, uh, preview has a lot of the ones that are having their final issues for DC Comics. Yeah. We'll get to them as we go along here. Yeah, I wrote some of them down, but if I miss any and you know them. Well, I mean, we talked about it before, but you you mentioned Earth World's End number 26. Page 96 caught my attention because, and clearly it's it's a prologue to an event called the Dark Side War. So one of the two faces that we see on this cover is clearly supposed to be Dark Side. Right. But the the solicit copy says the DC Universe will come face to face with the two most powerful and dangerous entities in existence when both come for Earth. Any guesses as to who the other one might be? Ooh, ooh, Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter. Okay, Horshack. <laughs> the anti-monitor? I think you might just have something oh, there. Yeah. I think it's... You didn't even need a note from your mother. No, like... oh, that, no that's Epstein. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a, a, a cover homage to was it issue four of Christ in the Earths? I was just trying to remember which issue that was myself. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it pretty clearly is. An, an homage to whichever issue of Christ well, I'm going to look was. up to make sure I get the right number as you continue to edify us. Well, it's just that it probably involves the anti-monitor. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not issue four. Keep keep moving. Keep yeah, moving. Is that the one in which the monitor dies? That's correct. I thought so. So it's the, the overhead shot it's of issue uh, six. Pariah and Harbinger standing there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Issue six. Yeah. Didn't want to See, contradict I did not write my sure thesis on Christ's Infinite Others, so I, didn't, <laughs> I have an excuse for not knowing that. <laughs> and I'm forgetful. But anyway, yeah, if that's the uh, new 52 anti-monitor, I think I'd better uh, take a look-see. Um, and then on the next page, the conclusion of the Infinitus Saga in Justice League United number 10, in which Canada's mightiest heroes uh, interact with uh, the Legion of Superheroes to battle the Infinitus, who is the New 52 version of the Infinite Man. And uh, a version of Ultra the Multi-Alien is also involved in that story. Nice. So 
with been... art by Neil Edwards and Jay Lyston. Ah, uh, yes. Neil Edwards, a, a big f- a friend of CGS. And, it's, it's and a... we'll be at the upcoming London, London Super, Super Comic, Comic Convention. Convention. And this time I'm going to go over and say hello to him because I failed to do that last time I was in London. Buy your tickets now to avoid disappointment. <laughs> it's been a pretty fun story, too. If you've been jonesing for Legion comics, I mean, this is pretty much the only game in town right now. Page 106 has Justice League 3000, number 15. Now, I, like you, Pants, I don't normally read the solicitations, and I'm still trying to get caught up so I can read my Booster Beetle issue. <laughs> but the tagline here uh, in the beginning of the description, Booster, Beetle, Fire, and Ice. Yes. That's all kind of goodness right there, that line. <laughs> I enjoyed the series before Booster and Beetle were coming on, but that just adds icing to the cake. Well, of course, we bypassed uh, page 101, Aquaman, the Others, issue 11, final issue. That was a final issue. Infinity Man and Forever People, number 9, on page 103, final issue. Yes, written by Dan DiDio, apparently without help from Keith Giffen, although Giffen is still doing the artwork. Clarion on page 104 is the final issue. Mm-hmm. And then on page 106, you, you just started yeah. to talk about Justice League 3000 there. But that's also uh, where we can find the solicitation for Secret Origins number 11, last issue of that series. It's giving us the origins of John Constantine, Red Lantern, Guy Gardner, and, funnily enough, Black Canary, whose origin was also told in the last issue of the first uh, that's right. volume well, of the Secret right. Origins ongoing 50. series. Yep, the, well, the 1980s volume, anyway. Yes. Page 115, World's Finest number 32, final issue. That's just sad. Yeah. That's a great book. On page 113, we've got a bizarro story. <laughs> so I'll shell out my three ninety nine for that. You can get the regular well, cover? Well, if you get it through DCS, Mr. Murdo will be 40% off. It'll be two thirty nine. All right. Noted. <laughs> page 116 has Batman Eternal ending with issue... 52! Thank you, pants. What am I, a monkey to you? No, I just thought you'd enjoy saying <laughs> 52. I certainly did. Okay. On page 117, Batman number 40, the endgame story, about which I don't think we've been told anything in the uh, well in previous uh, volumes of previews, uh, that that story is coming to a conclusion. And apparently now our first inkling as to the plot is that it's Batman versus Joker. So there you go. I think the first two issues of uh, – first two parts of Endgame are out, and I read them. Um, they also have a backup story of the Joker – Kind of, I think, in the in-between time. can't quite remember. I didn't read the backup stories yet. But the the first two parts were interesting. I like them. Compared to the zero-year stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. Um, page 118 has tie-ins for Endgame of Arkham Manor, Detective Comics, Batgirl, and Gotham Academy. All number one, I believe, one yeah, one-shots. Doing something we say we like, but then I complain about that I buy them because they're extra page 123 arkham manor number six final issue let's see detective comics there's the matrixy cover i i always feel bad that i don't read detective comics i always did because it's detective comics but i Mm -hmm. just can't get into it this in this new 52 and next page 128 batwoman 40 final issue Am I mistaken? You stopped getting that, or you continued? I to... stopped around 
30 haven't re- haven't read them since like 25. Now that it's ending, do you have interest to get the rest to have I already them? bought issue 40, okay. 39, and the annual number two. Okay. I'm sorry, I pre-ordered them. Okay. <laughs> All right. And aforementioned annual uh, gives Mark Andreco a little extra space to finish the story he was trying to tell. Right. Which involves Batwoman teaming up with a bunch of DCU misfits, uh, Red Alice, her sister, uh, the demon, Ragman, and Clayface. Yeah fun, eclectic bunch of characters called the Unknowns. Because we had a discussion at some point that traditionally a lot of times final issues of series are sometimes harder to find because oh, sure. of a lower print run. So mm-hmm. I, I made sure I pre-ordered this just in case I didn't sure. want to, couldn't find it later on then. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Understood. Um, page 130 and 131 has Green Lantern Core, New Guardians, and Red Lanterns, all final issues, all number 40. So this is like the... New 52 Wave 1 titles that oh, are yeah. finally yeah. achieving their quietus. And a their little... what? Quietus conclusion ending. No, I'm sure Thank it you. was kind of in the works before maybe they decided to end it. But I, f- I did find it odd that Green Lantern Corps has a variant for the movie covers when it's the last issue. Oh, why not? Next page is 132 and 133. 133 has Swamp Thing's final issue. I have to say that surprises me. I thought that book was much more popular that it would not be canceled. And that's number. That's another one of the initial yeah. relaunches. Um, page 135, I, I mentioned it because I haven't read them yet, but my son, I get them, the Flash Season Zero books for Ben. He's now asking for the Arrow books, which I never got. So I said, well, let me see if I can track down the first round of those before mm-hmm. Season 2.5 came out. Um, he's really liking these issues. Nice. And and he's loving the show, which, which is nice to see him kind of gravitating towards both of them. Murdy, you getting He-Man the Eternity War? I see number four is on page 136. I want to, but I've already missed the first issue at Golden Eagle. Okay. So if I can I'll come across a copy of that someplace, I'll, I'll continue with it. Page 138 and 39 starts uh, trade paperbacks and hardbacks. Here's Zero Year, which is Batman Volume 5, Batgirl Volume 1, Burnside Hardcover, which is her new costume, Superman and Batman Volume 3, Second Chances, and Detective Comics Volume 6, which is the Icarus story. Anybody who missed uh, the issues or the hardback of Harley Quinn on page 141 has Volume 1 trade paperback. I hear nothing but good things about that. Right below it, we've got a deluxe hardcover edition of uh, the Dial H series, written by China Mieville. All 16 issues, including the Zero issue. Um, little offbeat, little vertigo-ish, but uh, I thought uh, pretty outstanding stuff, personally. And you can get the whole thing in uh, one volume. On page 140 has, if you did like Zero Year and didn't get all the various tie-ins but wanted to read them, there's a trade paperback of all the other zero-year tie-ins from around the DC universe. Page 142, continuing what I think is interesting that they're continuing, Gotham City Sirens trade paperback. I enjoyed that series when it was coming out. Batman 66, Volume 2 trade paperback. And New Teen Titans, Volume 2 trade paperback from the good old original series by Marv Wolfman and George Perez on page 143. Yet another just uh, another celebration of 75 years has uh, featured the Justice Society of America on page 144. 
And we are giving no hint whatsoever as to which I stories was, are included. Yep, I, I was going to let that go. I was and thinking. And not be Cranky Pants again. That's all right. I picked no. up the, the bitching baton. I think, <laughs> we, I think we can be Cranky Pants about that. Sorry. I would have come up with a nicer alliteration than that, but it's, I was on the spot. Still pretty damn good. Now, this caught my eye on page 147 with Vertigo. Strange Sports Stories, number one, because that's a title. I don't think it actually had its own title, but that there was several issues of the Brave and the Bold. I mean, back in really? the 60s, right. before the team-up started, that I actually pretty much avoided getting it back issues. I did get one recently because I thought it was like cheap, but because it wasn't super related. Yeah. So I, I never really got into that and read it. It's like someone with like a... Yeah, it's just it's weird sports stories, and but there's some Carmen Infantino artwork in some of those stories huh. back then. So, there's some history I didn't know. But yeah, again, someone being the completest is like, well, geez, I have a gap in my brain of bolds if I don't get these, you know, strange sports stories. Yeah. So I'm if I see them, well, I might pick them up for a decent price and read a copy. But yeah, this is an anthology they're going to do. This is a four issue anthology series, and the first issue here is half off at DCB service. Looks like Scooby Doo Team Up features Superman. Mm-hmm. All and right. a mention of crypto in there, too. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. There's some help from uh, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, and Crypto the Superdog. Yeah. I was hoping they'd find their way back to another section of the DC universe after, you know, visiting some Hanna-Barbera characters for a couple issues. Which I didn't think was a bad idea. Either. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Just showing, uh, you know, the full range of different uh, storytelling possibilities for this uh, series. Yeah. Now, I'm all the way up on 157 to get ready for their action figure stuff. Do you have anything else... In the Vertigo section, Murd. Pants. No. Well, we've got a couple of uh, Astro City collections on page uh, 151. Uh, appears to be uh, – oh, it's, it's from the second volume of Kurt Busiek's Astro City. And we've also got uh, – oh, yes, his uh, sprawling – we'll call it maxi-series, Astro City The Dark Age, the first volume collecting that um, on page 151 there. On 157 is the next round of Batman animated series figures uh, released by DC Collectibles featuring Batman the Animated Series Batman, which is a little bit different than the previous released figure because this is from the original Batman the Animated Series with the Yellow Crest, a new new Batman Adventures Batgirl, Batman Animated Series Riddler, and Penguin. And my favorites are Batgirl and Riddler out of that bunch. I wish I still bought toys. I had Batman in my hand, the the previous one that came out already, three, four times. I keep putting it back and putting it back. Now, on page 160, <laughs> you can own your own DC Comics mother box prop replica. It is $59.95. 32% of a DCB server, you can get it for $40.77. I'm not sure that I can afford to get this, but... You can't afford not to get this, Shane. I may just get it because it's one of the cheaper prop because they've had. Yeah, All yeah, the other ones that I true. really want are way too expensive. <laughs> it's a box that lights wow. up. Yeah. And it makes sounds, too. Ooh, it must make a, sounds. a ping sound. Ping, ping, ping. That'll be enough to drive the wife crazy. <laughs> <laughs> For only fifty nine ninety five. <laughs> I do that without buying anything. <laughs> oh, well. That's it for me for DC. I'm ready for IDW. All right. IDW, page 164 and 165, Gem and the Holograms. Oh, boy. And actually, the previews copy that uh, she's on the back cover of it yeah. is... Is all uh, like, uh, special, hollow, glittery, covery yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm truly outraged by all the glitter that I'm getting all over my fingers. <laughs> 
I will tell you what, I because of how this is printed on here, I actually thought because I have other comic books that had a similar cover to this kind of feel, they were glow in the dark. I tried it. It is not glow in the dark. Oh. But I did try it. No. Just embossed and glittered. Yep. Help me out. I never knew of this. I know of it that it was a girl toy line, dolls, and a cartoon. Mm. I never watched it. However, I have two nieces. I'm going to get them a copy of this book to read. Very I good. I think I was of the age when – well, not not the gender of the target demographic, but the age anyway. And yeah. I did watch a couple of episodes from yeah. time to time. It was, it was, it's, it's, there's kind of a secret identity thing going on where uh, uh, J- Janica – was that her name? Oh, Jerica yeah. Benton. Jerica. There it is. Um, she, you know, she was uh, sort of a mild-mannered bookish girl by day and became the outrageous like glam rocker gem of Gem and the Holograms by night. And uh, they had arch enemies called the Misfits. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So I, I was never exactly what you'd call a fan. No, but I mean, I think yet again, IDW getting a hold of a great property, something oh, yeah. that was around our age groups growing up and putting it into a book. It's a smart move. I, yeah. I, I kind of hope, though, that they uh, get in touch with Christy Marks at some point because I understand that she was involved in developing Gem oh, yeah? Holograms and uh, she's been writing for comics recently. Okay. You know, she did uh, Amethyst Princess of Gem World for, sure, for sure. DC a little while ago in their uh, Sword of Sorcery series. Um, so maybe they'll get her to write some stories eventually. But for now, Kelly Thompson is the writer. Ross Campbell is the artist. Gem and the Holograms is the concept. Glad they're doing this. I personally won't be reading it, but uh, I hope your nieces enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ran in. They were over at the house the other night, and um, I asked my sister-in-law. I said, you know, hey, do you mind if I get this for them to take a look at? She knew right who they were. I, I imagine her and Carlene and their other sister watched it at least a little bit. Um, it's got a few variant covers, and you can get a complete holographic foil box set if you want. Twenty four ninety nine for all the issues that are out with these different covers. It's fun. Why not? Yep. And uh, the main cover is half off at only $1.99. Excellent. Now, on the next page, a great concept. I'm a little behooved. Not anything I would have expected. Miami Vice Remix Volume 1, Issue 1 of (laughs) 5. Never thought I'd see a Miami Vice comic book. But why not? And And if it's by IDW? Written by Joe Casey with art by indie cartoonist Jim Mafood. This is going to be a strange it sure is. TV adaptation. <laughs> One of the stranger to grace the paneled page. Then you have your Transformers, your G.I. Joe, Orphan Black number two, Turtles in various stages. Um, page 176. I've been waiting. Thank goodness they're doing it because I want to read the story, but I did not want to get the issues. Star Trek Volume 9 of the new Star Trek Adventures is the Q Gambit trade paperback where it takes Q from all the various shows that he's appeared on in the Star Trek universe and puts him with the new movie Star Trek crew. And some of those issues ties into Deep Space Nine, at least in the um, solicitations that I saw. So I'm, I'm excited to get that and read that. Issue four or five of Star Trek and Planet of the Apes and a new Star Trek New Visions by John Byrne, one of these uh, photo, um, gosh, what do they call it? Photo volumes, photo issues, Scent of Ghosts, two all-new photo stories. Another interesting thing for IDW, on page 179, The Fly, outbreak number one Mm. of five. 
going back with were there two fly movies? There were. I know. Least. I know the first one. I I watched and in, enjoyed well enough. Yeah. I don't I, know if I ever saw the second I, one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the Jeff Goldblum era as yes. opposed to the Vincent Price. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The design of the f- machine. Me. No. <laughs> no. Not that. Not that. Page 183. Mm-hmm. The next artist edition is Don Rosa's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1. Yes. Very excited. I love The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck. And I don't think I'll be buying this one, but this is interesting because I can't recall in my searching various things I do for original art that I've really seen any Don Rosa's work in the marketplace. So I don't know. I don't know if he kept a lot of it for yeah, for he, this edition or not. It's, if he did like Walt Simonson does and right. just keeps all his art. I, I just don't know. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It, neat, neat departure, it's certainly not in a bad way. It's in conjunction with Disney Comics, which surprised me unto itself. Um, and a departure in that it's, it's more of a kid's kind of book, closer to what Bone is, which they've already done a volume of that. Um, they continue to... Pull out good things that I would not have expected in an artist edition. And my love of Scrooge McDuck, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. My Little Pony's going strong on page 186. Friendship is Magic is number 29. Friends Forever is 15. Friends Forever Volume 3 is coming out in trade paperback. And on the opposite page, there's a trade of the Godzilla Cataclysm uh, five-issue miniseries by Cullen Bunn and our friend Dave Wachter, who draws a mean monster, let me tell you. (laughs) Those of you who read and enjoyed the uh, Breath of Bones, A Tale of the Gollum miniseries, uh, he provided the art for that. So see what he does with Godzilla. Page 189, we've got another one of uh, IDW's series of trades of the classic Silver Age series Thunder Agents. We're up to Volume 5 now, collecting issues 12 through 14 of Thunder Agents and the Dynamo solo series, number 4. Page 196, complete Chester Gold's Dick Tracy, Volume 18. Impressive. Uh, And Weird Love, number (laughs) 6. Right above it. It's weird love. It's weird. (laughs) Oh, boy. That, that I knew where you were going with that was, was frightening <laughs> enough. And, and I knew you would join yeah. in. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Back on 191, we've got a zero issue for Chuck Dixon's Winter World. It's a well-done series. It's every bit as well done now as it was when uh, Dixon originated it back in the 80s. It's a sort of like a well, road warrior, but uh, a lot colder. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a uh, post-apocalyptic uh, survival adventure in a post-Ice Age world. On to Image? Or do you have anything else in um, IDW? Um, no, I think I'm done with IDW. Okay. Page 200 has Chrononauts number 1 by Mark Miller. Art and cover by Sean Gordon Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, this is going to be another one of our off-the-rack picks. I when I was looking through previews, I, I got to actually look through it twice, which is is unusual this early in the month. But I got to sit down, look through it, write down all the stuff that I was interested in, and I came across this one and thought, well, didn't we just see a time travel one before? This is before we started emails about the off the rack picks. That is some wicked synchronicity and not to be ignored. Yeah, and I thought, you know what? Again, love time travel stuff. Maybe the guys would be up for a, a second indie pick. Something similar to the first one with the time travel stuff. So Chrononauts is going to be our third pick. 
Okay, so expect some compare and contrast between yeah. the two indie <laughs> picks for that month. And uh, even though only the first cover, uh, cover A, is shown here, there are six variant covers oh to this issue, and all of them are half off cover price at a dollar seventy-five. All right, so Excellent. take your pick. You may have to search the interwebs for the images of them, mm-hmm. but uh, you can get any one you want for half off. Yeah, one of them is by Fiona Staples. Yes, nice. Page 204 has Descender number 1 by Jeff Lemire, art and cover by Dustin Nguyen. Did I say that correctly? Nguyen. More like Nguyen. Nguyen, Nguyen thank you. Um, this interests me as well. I like the solicitation, the preview pages, not yep. solicitation, the preview pages I see. Sort of a sci-fi Pinocchio story. Yeah. A young robot's struggle to stay alive in a universe where all androids have been outlawed. And I'm interested on page 214, Red 1. By Xavier Dorison, art and cover by Terry Dodson and Rachel Dodson. Yeah, that sounds fun. It does sound fun. Yeah, it's a, set in 1977 L.A., a Soviet agent who is sent to the U.S. to become a, a superhero but also spread uh, so, uh, communist propaganda. Yeah, so it's uh, – it looks like a period cheesecake, really. You can see kind of the echo of Linda Carter in what uh, they're doing with her here with the main character. Um yeah, and it's the only thing that would make it better for me is if uh, she were speaking in a thick uh, Yakov Smirnov accent. <laughs> but uh, the su- sample pages we see here just show her speaking normal, ac- unaccented English. Too bad. But it looks like a fun book. Yeah, I think I'll still give it a try. Yeah. And the, the Dodson's are. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Then um, page 222, which I love that number. That was my parking pass in high school. <laughs> Spawn number 251, um, new creative team. John Boy and Brian Wood might actually uh, pick up an issue. See what's up with Spawn. Back on page two twenty, it looks like the Manhattan Projects is beginning a new arc, volume, subseries, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Manhattan Projects: The Sun Beyond the Stars, number one, by writer creator Jonathan Hickman, arc by Nick Batara. God, I'm, I'm behind. I think I have the first two trade paperbacks of that to read. Wow. Historical figure Yuri Gagarin. Since most of the main characters of this series have been historical figures, but uh, Soviet cosmonaut uh, Yuri Gagarin is now being brought in. Velvet Volume 2 trade paperback on page 232, The Secret Lives of Dead Men. I have to go on that to read the first volume of that I have. On the next page, uh, Kurt Busiek's Tooth and Claw is undergoing a title change. It's now The Autumn Lands colon, tooth and claw, number five. Uh, so they're doing that to get it uh, closer to the beginning of the section, I guess, alphabetically. <laughs> anyway, it's a... Maybe. Pay attention to it, please, folks. It's, it's well worth your money. It's, Music's a great writer. It's uh, this fantasy adventure set in a world of uh, humanoid animals. Page 241 has Matt Fraction's Odyssey up to number five with the solicitations, with this previews, rather. Revival is at number 29. And Saga Hits 26, page 242 and 243. Another book I want to read, Thief of Thieves, is up to 27 on page 247. Then on to Marvel. All right, Marvel it is, where there is only secret wars. Only? But we'll... Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but first... <laughs> it's so funny. The most important thing, Princess Leia miniseries... Two issues shipping in this month. That does drive me nuts. 
I hate two issues in the same month. Yeah. But one and two of five. Yeah, both of them three ninety nine cover price, of course. Probably less than that at uh, DCBService.com. Uh, but it's written by Mark Wade and uh, with uh, Terry Dodson, who's uh, really getting around this month. Oh, yeah. sure is. And the cover. Oh, Are I, you going to get it? I had it in my cart yeah. and then took it out of my cart. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm just buying too many things Mark that I'm, I know. And Terry Dodson, I know, I know. And it is half off the first issue. Okay, for dollar ninety nine. But hurt. it's like, oh man, maybe maybe I'll look for this. I can't imagine. I won't be able to find these issues in dollar bins. I, I, I hate to say it, uh, but oh, I understand completely. No, the with, with, are going to be out of control, right? Yeah. And with my slowness in reading new books that come out anyway, why would I pay you know full price for? When I won't read it till later, when I can find it later at a convention. Plus, at conventions, you need something to look for the bins through. Sure. You need something to look for through the bins, I should say. If it makes it through my bin, yeah, you can borrow it too. Yay! I'll finger it all up. Yeah. Don't you dare. It's going to be – well, with a creative team like this, it couldn't help but be a great story. But oh, it's, gotcha. Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, <laughs> it could be crap, but – I'm betting good money. it's going to be no, pretty I, to look I, at. It will I not understand. be crap. I understand. <laughs> but it's, 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 but the, just look at the specific plot. It's uh, Leia has to deal with the, const- the destruction of Alderaan, and she gets together with other survivors, other yes. Alderaanians who are off-planet at the that, time. That is and, quite interesting. And what interests me about that is they touched on that a little bit in – the Dark Horse Star Wars series. The, the, the one that's ended? Yeah, they towards did. the end where okay. she revisited the area that that Alderaan was destroyed in. Hmm. And it was just an issue or so of story yeah, in there. I remember that. But, yeah. uh, it, it so was now we get to see Mark Waid's take on yeah. kind of the same subject. And, and it seemed and in a different way because she was on a specific mission through all that as well. Huh. So, interesting. Uh, Marvel also looks like it's having a Women of Marvel Month through the bulk of its issues. With the variant covers, you mean? Oh, is that what it is? Yes. I kind of thought it was maybe a feature of a character inside their story. No, it's, it's okay. very, very covers. Good to know. I have to ask you, Pants, the all-new Hawkeye number one. Yes. Any interest? Absolutely. Yeah? I mean, come on. Jeff Lemire? Okay. Uh, writing the stuff? Yes, Absolutely. Uh, and I really like uh, Kate Bishop as a character, mm-hmm. especially with their interaction with, with Clint Barton Hawkeye in, in the book. I, I've caught up to, to Hawkeye. I mean, I raved about, as did many when it first came out. It sure. was wonderful. Now, unfortunately, it did suffer from lateness and you sort of lose momentum. I oh, did yeah. as, as a reader for sure. keeping interest. But the stories were still, were still, the stories were still good. You had Madame Mask. You had the 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 bro, the the Russian tracksuit mob. Mm-hmm. So, some excellent, excellent stories. It really got me to like Hawkeye as a character. They had a whole thing where he lost his hearing again, and did a wonderful issue with with, with that. And you know, harks back to what happened to him back pre- before he went on Letterman <laughs> in, the, in his in his Mark Grunwald series when he, when he met Mockingbird. I mean, look at me talking Marvel. I mean, I I love this book. I'm all on board for this. New story line. And along with Daredevil, Hawk, this Hawkeye, well, the previous Hawkeye, was really a big influence on you reading more Marvel, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Now, does the name Ramon Perez mean anything to you? Is that uh, something with Jim Henson? Yes, he, he was Something the one, with sand. Right, A Tale of Sand. Thank you. Right, he was the one who illustrated that adaptation of the unproduced screenplay of uh, from Jim Henson, A Tale of Sand. Of which then I bought that. Newly solicited thing not long ago with the script written out in the drawings. 
The next page from Hawkeye, of course, because there's no page numbers. <laughs> Disney Kingdom's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Wow. I actually think that looks kind of interesting. Really? I do. That's one of the few roller coasters I ride is that is a train-like thing at Disney. I don't think it's the Big Thunder Mountain thing or anything. But it's not the first uh, Disney theme park ride that I would have adapted into a uh, No, a but comic I mean, okay, so we've got Disney. Okay, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. Disney, Disney theme park rides. As movies, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. Now there are comic books. Well, and, and, and Haunted World Mansion of Tomorrow. The... World of Tomorrow is a Disneyland. Oh, all right, all right. I'm... But the movie looks really good. I shouldn't poo-poo it. And I won't poo-poo it. Well, it's written by Dennis Hopeless. And I really liked uh, his work on uh, Avengers Arena. And uh, Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to like it, but I did anyway. So <laughs> just could win me over just as uh, handily and unexpectedly <laughs> if I had just gave it a chance. Sparked a little bit of interest when I saw it. On the next page, which is, I believe, 17 and 18, if I'm counting right. Yes, 20, 21. You 20, have to actually 19, count the pages right. <laughs> oh, aggravation. Let alone it's a separate book, which drives me nuts. Howard the Duck. By Chip Zarsky? I'm going to say Zdarsky. Zdarsky, okay. And Joe Quinos? Quinones. Quinones. Gosh, darn it. Um, why not? Howard the Duck shows up at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. What do you mean? You, you... Well, because people might not have seen it yet. <laughs> you haven't forgotten the title of the movie No, no, already, no. That, that people might not have watched it yet. I can't imagine that, but if you didn't, sorry. Um, so why not? I've never read a Howard the Duck comic book. But this is going to be our fourth and final pick for Off the Racks. I'm interested to read Howard the Duck and see what happens. I know a lot of people that like Howard the Duck. It's half off cover price. It doesn't hurt either. Oh, and hey, it's got a guest appearance by the Black Cat. Nice. Variant covers. Movie variant cover. Was he ever a P.I.? In previous continuity, Mr. Murdo, I'm looking at you. Yeah, because I didn't know. <laughs> you, you shouldn't look at me because I haven't read much more Howard than Shane has. But you've read his Mohatmoo. Um, <laughs> or Mohatmoo, I'm sorry. Haven't, I, I don't think I have, actually. <gasps> oh. Or if I have, it was uh, – well, actually, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, 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 uh, yeah, I think that volume was one that I read a long time ago as part of uh, undergraduate thesis research and uh, haven't revisited it since, so I do not remember. But Howard uh, wore many hats uh, during his time okay. on uh, – on man's world, and uh, yeah, he might just have uh, acted as a private eye at some point. I'm sure there are several people uh, listening who could uh, tell us for certain. So, listeners, come to thecomicforums.com and uh, let us know how Howard actually has done that. What I know of Howard the Duck came from the movie, which I know is not the greatest thing in the world, no. but I still enjoyed the movie. It didn't hurt that Leah Thompson was in it. No, it didn't. Oh, my God. Look, there's a page 21. Oh, my God. That's, that's why I count backwards to get to Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, tries me I, Come on. How can you not put page numbers or, or put random page numbers in? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm an old man. It's irritating. Get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> silk number two. Looks like it has a silk fighting hydra in some fashion. Let me see. Is that what that is? Oh, yes. Yes, okay. that is definitely a skull with tentacles. Was... That's, that's definitely the Hydra seal. Um, uh, did, did we mention that Howard the Duck was our Marvel off-the-racks pick? Yes. Okay, good. Unless I did that in my head and never spoke out loud, which I could be. It is our Marvel pick. <laughs> Spider-Woman 5 has the new costume. Boy, did that have a big to-do on the interwebs when that was announced. 
<laughs> was it the new costume or was it the provocative pose she assumed for the first issue of this series? Oh, I don't know. Might be both. Might be both. I kind of like the costume, actually. Yeah, I don't mind it. And it... Not that it was done because of this, but it kind of makes sense with the way they redid Batgirl's costume in the DC world. You know, why not? It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I've seen certainly much worse redesigned costumes. Get it and see what happens. Certainly gone out of their way to decrease her bust size on the front cover here, just to (laughs) deflect any further accusations of sexploitation. The next page after that, whatever that may be, is Amazing Spider-Man Special Number 1. Attack on New Atalon. All right, Spider-Man versus a bunch of newly actualized Inhumans in the Hudson River. Page 35, there is a page number, and 34 by figuring it out. Guardians 3000 number 6, and page 35 has Rocket Raccoon number 9. I don't know why I thought that was going to be a miniseries of only six or so issues, hmm. but I'm, I've been getting them because Ben reads them and is loving them. Um, I have yet to get caught up. I read the first two, and I loved it. I have to say I love all the Guardians of the Galaxy-esque things they're doing right now in Marvel with the team up and the Guardians book, Nova and Rocket Raccoon. And Ben's, uh, my oldest, is enjoying them quite thoroughly. Page 42 and 43 has New Avengers 31 and 32 and Avengers 42 and 43 as they say again, two more months and time runs out for Secret Wars. Secret Avengers number 14. Still loving that book. S.H.I.E.L.D. number 4, which is the TV version of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but set squarely in the Marvel, in the Comics, Marvel universe. Comics universe. Page 47 has uh, Invisible Woman, Sue Richards, as a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's kind of interesting. And Chris Sprouse is providing the artwork to go with Mark Wade's script. That's not going to hurt either. Oh, man. Finding a lot of reasons to love this series. Mm-hmm. And it's only just started. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number three. <laughs> I we, The kids were watching, I do not remember which Marvel cartoon was on Disney playing, but Squirrel Girl was on it. Hmm. And they asked who that was. And I'm like, well, I know it's Squirrel Girl, but beyond that, I don't know much. But so she's actually, she's, there has been an animated uh-huh. version of Squirrel Girl. Uh-huh, just in the last week or so. Great. Yeah. Ant-Man number three on page 55. I don't know. Did we talk about the Ant-Man trailer? We did not because that was at the end of Agent Carter because I did not see it. Okay. Never mind then. I'll just say I liked it well enough. But for – okay. So when Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie, was announced, I thought, oh, really? Okay. How is this going to work? And then the first trailer came along and blew me away and I loved it. Ooga Chaka. Ooga Chaka. And that was partially the reason was the song. This trailer, I liked it well enough. Didn't bowl me over like almost any other trailer so far. But at least there's something out there. I like the way it looks. But you'll go see it, though, oh, right? absolutely go see it. Love Paul Rudd. So we'll see. But I kind of thought we missed that. And it's probably good reason because you wouldn't have watched it, which is fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moon Knight's up to 13. Although, let me ask you a question. Was Evangeline yeah. Lily in the clips? No. No. Okay. Not that I saw, and if if she was, she didn't look like anything that I noticed. Oh, you notice her? Okay. There was a woman through one of the clips, but it did not look like her at all. Fantastic Four, number six forty four, the end of four, actually three, according to the cover. 
have to get caught up on that. I have to get caught up on a lot. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Miracle Man number 16 on page 64. I have been getting the hardbacks as they come out of Miracle Man. Oh, okay. To someday sit down and read all through those because that's another book I've never read other than what we read a little bit here. Weekly Wolverine story number 9, 10, 11, and 12 on page 70 and 71. Mm-hmm. Wolverines. Page before that, number 69, we've got Kitty Pride and Ilyana Rasputin teaming up against a bunch of, well, if the cover is to be believed, a bunch of uh, classic Silver Age Marvel monsters. I'll have to make a special note to get that issue. Uncanny X-Men's not one that I get monthly. I get some of the other X-Titles month by month. Nightcrawler number 12, Chris Claremont and Todd Nooks. I guess it's, they're finished their first story. The final of Chris Claremont and Todd's uninterrupted Nightcrawler saga. They may just finish it. They're not copying that this is the uh, final issue. No. It may just be that the creative team is changing. Which is how I read it at first. Again, reading through it quickly, I thought, oh my, you're kidding me, right? I was glad to see that I just read it raw. Page 80 and 81. This is a little bit interesting in that it's Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And it's listed original graphic novel hardcover. From what I read, it's the original Marvel book. Yeah. But recolored so that it looks... Correct. Makes more sense. The original comics were colored all kinds of crazy ways, um, if I remember right. And I have some of the – gosh, uh, Hasbro put out some figures where they stuck a comic book behind two figures and those figures were colored all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. ways as they appeared in the comic book. So I'm I'm actually – as much as I've read this a thousand times, I've seen the movie – God, who knows how many times. I'm actually interested to get this to see what it looks like redone, remastered, so to speak. Yeah. I understand that, but it's it's still, as you implied a few minutes ago, a pretty big stretch to describe this as an OGN. Yeah, that's it's, the part that's the part that bugged me a little bit. It's not really original material. No, and and maybe there's something in there in the solicitation when I read it. Uh, it didn't I didn't see anything that said new material, just remastered. Yeah, it's just it says right there at the bottom line: collecting Star Wars 1977 numbers yeah. one through six. And I have that in the. A long time ago, trade paperbacks of the series, um, but eh, depending on how the how the order comes out, I might I might just get that. Another interesting turn, uh, page eighty two and eighty three, an epic collection of Star Wars, the Empire Volume One, collects various Empire centric stories, and if I'm correct, it's stuff from Dark Horse that they're reprinting. You are correct. I recognize that Star Wars Republic. That's yeah seventy eight through eight. That's definitely Dark Horse material. I'm a little bit curious why this grouping of books and why not just straight reprints of those, but who knows? I am no closer to understanding that decision than you are, Shane. That just seemed a little bit odd to me. Now, page 84 and 85. God, I would love to get this. There's no chance in hell I'm going to get this. Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars Battle World Box Set Slipcase. (laughs) Wow. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Hardcover volumes. Hardcover volumes, in one big slipcase. It only cost you half a grand. 
And that's where it dies. Five hundred dollars. I mean, it's an impressive looking set. Don't get me wrong. You it's got beautiful. A, yeah, oh, absolutely. But you really got to love using Secret Wars to uh-huh. lay down that kind of money. Come on, half off. It's a trade paperback hardcover. Half off. Only two fifty. Two fifty. If it were trade paperbacks, it would be more like you know one fifty maybe. <laughs> I was doing that math, thinking that it was going to be half off, and I, I still can't. But it. It's an interesting, beautiful-looking collection. Yeah, collecting. Let's, they're even more thorough about this than Matt was when he did his library binding. Yeah. All kinds of things relating to the Secret Wars series. Inclu- yes, including Secret Wars 2. Yeah. Yeah, four <laughs> hardcovers of Secret Wars 2. No let's less. see. 89, 90 page. What would be 91? Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars Activity Book Facsimile Collection. I am going to have to get that. <laughs> I'm a. Fr- it's a lot cheaper than five hundred dollars. Yeah, and it it looks like it'd be a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's stuff that you wouldn't be able to find too easily intact. No, no. <laughs> it's half off. Not without like six year old crayon scribbles all over the. Well, and that's just it. I'd be tempted to color some of it, man. <laughs> and I know the kids would. I'm sure. I hope they would. Uh, I just don't know that's if I can just hand it over for. to them to do that. Well, back on page eighty seven, we've Go got ahead. a comprehensive collection of the annihilation stories. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not just Annihilation. Well, it, it's the first Annihilation, but it's also Annihilation Conquest. Um, so it's got all, and lots of crossovers and miniseries. So, yes, um, 872 pages of Cosmic Marvel in one handy volume. Page 107, Hulk Future Imperfect trade paperback new printing. If you have – it collects Hulk Imperfect uh, – excuse me, Hulk Future Imperfect number one and two and Incredible Hulk the End. Which also features the the maestro 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 maestro. Maestro. Thought I had that right. Um, If you've never read this story, pick this up. I I did read. I think it was Ian or somebody posted on our forums about this should be a book in the month at some point. Um, I would love to do that. I absolutely love these both of these stories when they came out, especially Future Imperfect. Such a fantastic, fun story to read. Written by Peter David, penciled by George Perez and Dale Keown, covers by Dale Keown. It's a lot of fun. Nineteen ninety nine. It's going to be half off. Mm, not bad. Not bad at all. Mm. I'm sure you can find the issues. I don't think it. They're. I don't think they're really hard to find. But mm. a lot of fun. Well, speaking of fun trades, uh, there's some pretty. Marvel's collecting some of their more offbeat properties. In this uh, issue of previews, uh, back on pages uh, – now I get to count uh, – 92 and 93, you've got trades of a couple of uh, Bronze Age uh, science fiction and fantasy features, Weird World and Skull the Slayer in uh, two different trades, uh, 34.99 and 24.99 respectively. Uh, then uh, skipping ahead to page uh, 104, you've got uh, the Complete Skrull Kill Crew trade paperback. Scroll, oh, excuse me, Scrolls Must Die, subtitle, The Complete Scroll Kill Crew trade paperback, collecting all the Scroll Kill Crew stories ever told. This was a Grant Morrison concept, by the way, a bunch of people who uh, ate tainted cow meat, and this is a callback to the early issues of Fantastic Four, to the very first appearance of the Scrolls. Like, I want to say number, issue number two, I believe. I think you may be right about that, where a, f- a few Scroll advance agents were hypnotized by Reed Richards at the end of that story into transforming themselves into cows and then believing that they really were cows. 
And then those Skrull agents were changed back to normal by the end of the Kree Skrull War, the, the Roy Thomas Avengers story. But uh, um, according to Grant Morrison, at some point they became cows again and were slaughtered for meat, and uh, some humans ate them, and uh, they gained a form of. Uh, uh, the spongiform bacteria, like mad cow disease, that uh, was slowly driving them insane, was deteriorating their brains, but it also gave them shape-shifting abilities. That, and they decided to use their last days of mental lucidity and of life, uh, using these powers to hunt and kill Skrull, uh, subversive fifth-columnist types on Earth. And uh, that was... Um, if you don't count some of uh, Grant Morrison's uh, Doctor Who work for Marvel UK, I think this might be the first work that Grant Morrison did for Marvel in the United States back in the 90s. And there are also some collected in this volume, some uh, Skrull Kill Crew or Skrull Kill Crew-like stories that were told later, after 1995. That is very hard to say. Skull Skrull Kill Crew, Skrull Kill Crew, Skrull Kill Crew, Skrull Kill Crew, Skrull Kill Crew. Show off. Five times fast. But it, I agree. Will they appear it's, now? It's difficult. <laughs> it's not Beetlejuice. We're not looking in a mirror. Oh, oh all right. Rules, rules, rules. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Beetlejuice was only three times. And on the same page, a trade paperback of uh, Dwayne McDuffie's Damage Control. Who cleans up after all the superhero and supervillain slugfests in the Marvel Universe? Who do you contract to do this kind of work? And what kind of you know, wacky red tape do such people have to go through? Uh, that, that, that's the story that's told in uh, Dwayne McDuffie's uh, groundbreaking uh, Damage Control series uh, dating back to the late 80s. And yep, some... Yeah, some uh, fun and unusual uh, and thought-provoking stuff. You know, you really get into the logistics of, uh, of, of well, like the, the real-world details of what happens if uh, super-powered beings throw down in an inhabited urban area and, uh, you know, what, what happens after that. Uh, so Dwayne McDuffie, the late Dwayne McDuffie, answered that question for us in the late 80s. And here's your chance to uh, read all of those stories in one handy volume. All right. Well, this episode of Comic Geek Speak is also brought to you by one of our newest sponsors, Comic Castle. Check out their website at ComicCastle.com. They specialize in back-issue comics, toys, and uh, statues. And with their uh, back-issue comics, they run the gamut. They do sometimes go as far back as the Silver Age and recently added some Sea Devils and Metalman comics. Nice. But, you know, also scattered Bronze Age, Copper, and Modern Age books. But, you know, it's all back issues, nothing new. Um, their shipping for comics is three ninety five, a flat rate for as many comics as you get. Uh, for any order over $5 or more, it's shipped in a rigid cardboard box wrapped in bubble wrap. But everything else on their website... Well, their website gets you free shipping, whether it's, you know, Star Wars figures, Star Trek figures. Uh, they've got Warhammer 4000, um, statues, like I mentioned, Match of the Gathering, everything else, ha- uh, free shipping there. So please, And the listeners of our show, they ha- have been for quite some time, and so we want to help them out. And if you're uh, going to place an order, use the coupon code CGS10, that's CGS10 at checkouts, for an additional 10% off your order. ComicCastle.com. Excellent. All right. So now on to the back of the book. Back of the book. Um, page 258 has Cerebus High Society 30th Anniversary Remastered Gold Edition Trade Paperback. $30. And if you have never read it and you want to buy it all at one shot, Abstract Studios has Terry Moore's Strangers in Paradise Omnibus Edition Softcover. 
That's one big heavy tome, but it is yes. worth the oh, read. so worth it. Page 260 from Action Lab, Grunk, A Monster Story, Volume 2. That's very exciting to yes. see. Yep. Our friend Katie's uh, webcomic about... Uh, Cute uh, little creature. Yep, a monster and uh, the woman who adopts him. Page 263 in Action Lab Danger Zone, Puppet Master Number 1. Written by Sean Gabarine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our friend White Sean from Action Lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sean, he's, he's been – he and his wife, Stephanie, <laughs> have been guests at uh, several of our past events and or a couple of super shows. He's just the sweetest, nicest, and clean-cut, baby-faced guy, and, and he loves it's, horror. You know, he, he just loves the bloodbaths and uh, angry gnome as it was his yeah, little imprint yeah. and his uh, – and he, he loves telling horror stories. And, and here he gets to take a crack at a major horror property. Yeah. So good on you, Sean. Absolutely. I haven't seen them in years. The last time I uh, got to go out to uh, Kenny's wedding and they were sitting with us. That was a long time ago now. On page 270 – from. Before we get too go far, ahead, I, I was looking up, and of course that issue is a special with DCBS, 45% off cover price. Part Excellent. Pass number one, 219. Fantastical. Page 270, Archie Comics has The Fox number one, written by Mark Wade. No, there's that Mark Wade guy again. He sure is. Yep. There again. <laughs> he sure is? He sure is there again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep, the same team of Wade and Dean Haspiel uh, did a Fox miniseries for uh, Archie a little while. Oh, really? Oh, it was, I don't remember that. It was fun, slightly strange stuff. You know, they, they painted the fox as a, a weirdness magnet like the 80s Blue Devil. Okay. So, yeah, that, that, that was great. I, I loved that. And um, so I'm, I'm happy to see that they're uh, bringing him back, hopefully with the same sensibility as part of this new uh, uh, Dark Circle initiative that uh, Archie's doing. Still not sure I'm going to like the reimagining of the Black Hood, but uh, I'm definitely on board for The Fox. Yeah, I might give that a shot myself. Lady Mechanica under Bennett's Productions, page 286, number 5. I I love the first couple issues of this book I have. I have to track down the ones I'm missing. Um, Just a fun steampunk book. A lot of fun to read. Looks like it's uh, number 5 of 5, so the conclusion. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Good call. United Plankton Pictures, SpongeBob Comics number 42, an interactive issue. Spot the difference. I used to love that stuff as a kid. There's a good chance I'll order it and have some fun trying to pick out the differences. If it's through the whole book, which well, sounds like it is. You should, you should order most issues of SpongeBob Comics, frankly. I know. I, I've, I've missed very few issues myself. They do some really imaginative stuff. Between SpongeBob and um, Futurama Comics, when they come out, oh, I should have been getting them all along. Even more so, as much as I like Simpsons, Futurama is my wheelhouse when it comes to Matt Groening's creations. Yeah, and they don't—they don't. I want to say it's like quarterly or yeah, or at, at the most bi-monthly because it, it's not in every issue of previews. Do they solicit a new issue of Futurama comics? And then on to Boom, ten years of Boom. Um, page two ninety-two and two ninety-three has the Con Job by Jimmy Palmiotti. And Matt Brady, illustrated by, by Dominique Domo Stanton, number one of four. That interests me a bit. Yeah, a bunch of uh, washed-up old, uh, old sci-fi actors uh, <laughs> hitting the con circuit and uh, deciding to uh, rob said con circuit as, as like a big uh, uh, sunset uh, 
activity for themselves. Yeah, that, that could be fun. Yeah. We, we've been to enough comic conventions. We could probably ap- appreciate oh, some, gotcha. of the, some of the gags that are going to be included here. Well, much like uh, how, how much fun Galaxy Quest poked at itself and Star Trek cons and sci-fi cons alike, I, I think this could be a lot of fun. Page 295, interesting, very interesting to me. Bill and Ted's Most Triumphant Return, number one of six. Uh, there's a lot of interesting good things here that I enjoyed growing up with in the first time around. And I like the character designs at the bottom. Half off. No, that doesn't hurt. I feel like I ought to be sending Fred Chow a bouquet or something. Congratulations on your favorite series being resurrected. (laughs) But of course, it's not Dorkin this time. Yeah. Because our friend Fred Chow is a big, probably the biggest fan that the old Marvel uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure licensed comic ever yeah. had. Yeah. Page uh, 299 has uh, David Peterson's Mouse Guard Legends of the Guard Volume 3, number one of four. That's always good to take a look at and pick up. I have backed a couple of his Kickstarters for Mouse Guard related paraphernalia. On the next page, 300 301, Halogen 104 interests me a little bit. There's a lot of good stuff in this issue. Page 303, part of the boombox imprint of, uh, I guess, like a young adult or teen uh, uh, targeted uh, comics. Uh, we've got to the first issue of a six-issue miniseries called Giant Days about uh, three girls who are finding their way uh, at uh, after just arriving at college. And I'm kind of uh, on a... I have a couple of uh, young uh, cousins who are just beginning college right now, so Mm -hmm. my my head is kind of in that space of of, the whole grand adventure of self-discovery that is your first couple of years of college. I've been watching my undeclared uh, complete series DVDs lately. Being in that frame of mind, maybe I'll actually uh, give Giant Days a try or wait for a trade. On page 305, we've got a regular show uh, spring special, or as they call it, a March Madness special. (laughs) Celebrating all kinds of uh, springtime uh, holidays and observances uh, from uh, St. Patrick's Day to college basketball, March Madness to the beginning of spring. One of the covers has uh, the main characters, Mordecai and Rigby, trying and failing to fight a giant radioactive rainbow (laughs) vision spouting uh, leprechaun. So that's – plenty of comics do Christmas specials or Halloween specials, but there aren't enough March specials. So (laughs) I think I'm going to buy that comic just for (laughs) – just for the uh, novelty of it. Yeah. All about novelty. Now, I'm up to page 319 with Dynamite. If you see anything, Murr, just stop me. Of course. Um, page 320 and 321, Project Superpowers, Black Cross Number 1, written by Warren Ellis. Interesting to see something come out of Superpowers. So it's, it's, basically, it's basically going to be a black terror story from the looks of it. Mm-hmm. It, it does seem like the one of those characters that would most appeal to, to Ellis. Page 324 and 325 has Altered States, Dynamite's own What If and Elseworlds, features uh, Red Sonia, Vampirella, Doc Savage, and The Shadow. That could be interesting. I like the majority of those characters. I've read a little bit of all of them over time in various uh, comics that have come out. Interesting to see what Dynamite does with a what if. Page 326 is a trade of the all five issues of the recent Bob's Burgers miniseries. Dynamite apparently is fond of that property. They actually made it the, their uh, free comic book day offering. Yeah. It's uh, apparently uh, written and drawn exclusively by people who were involved in the production of the, uh, the TV show. 
Bob's Burgers, which I also quite like. Page 328 and 29 is the continuation of King's Comics, issues three of four for all the various titles. Yeah. Did we know until now that these were all four-issue miniseries? I was wondering that. I didn't dig out my old previews to see. I don't know that we did, and if we did, we missed it because I didn't think they were. I thought it was more of an ongoing thing. Yeah, which is the way they presented their gold key stuff, which are which is all now ending. Now, I ordered the first round of each issue, but because I had just read Flash Gordon from somewhere else and uh, Phantom... And just other thing, I didn't want to go whole in to get them all. If the first issues read really well, I'll go back and get them all um, and and order the fourth issues when they're solicited next month. Just wasn't sure. Just a little disappointed that they're miniseries. Now, maybe they're going to be, over time, a series of miniseries every now and then. That, that would be all right. Maybe. But... Here's um, page 332, has Battlestar Galactica, Death of Apollo, 4 of 6. It's kind of sad that they stopped the regular Battlestar comic. Mm, at least they apparently still have the license. Mm -hmm. They're doing something with it. Page 334, we've got a trade of the uh, well, all 10 issues of the Peter Cannon Thunderbolt series that uh, Dynamite published a little while ago with uh, the involvement of uh, Alex Ross. Yeah, so uh, Peter Cannon was one of the Charlton Comics characters, um, and uh, he, he was the basis of Ozymandias uh, from, of Watchmen. And uh, you may be wondering why, uh, for example, he was not uh, featured too strongly in the, the recent uh, Multiversity Pax Americana one-shot and why he really hasn't been seen around DC Comics in general for the last several years. It's because DC lost the – I don't know the legal particulars, but uh, uh, they, they lost the rights to publish uh, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt comics sometime in the 90s. Oh, wow. And Dynamite uh, ended up with uh, those rights, and they put out some uh, some comics based on this uh, Silver Age classic. Um, the, the series got a little deeper into the uh, – well, Eastern mysticism that was the uh, uh, ostensible root of Peter Cannon's powers uh, than uh, all the you know, previous takes on the character had. I, I, I'm not sure of this, not 100%, but I think he might actually have gained the ability to turn into a dragon at some point. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, if, 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 you're, if you're curious, and I, I've always liked Peter Cannon as a character, uh, so if you're curious as I am how uh, what uh, the Dynamite creative team did with him, well, uh, here's a trade paperback that will answer your questions. On the next page, page 335, we've got the final issue of Solar Man of the Atom. So that sweeps the last okay. of uh, the uh, Dynamite's gold key line under the rug. Yeah, that's a shame. And maybe that was the plan the whole time. We just didn't know it. Yeah, we, we, we just did not know. Now I'm up to um, – I'm up on page 350, first, second books, The Glorkin Warrior Eats Adventure Pie, Volume 2. And solicited again is The Glorkin Warrior Delivers a Pizza, Volume 1. They look like fun books. <laughs> Soft cover and hardcover available for both. That's never a bad thing. Hardcore Kachalka absurdism. Page 355. We've got the last issue of uh, Peter David's Phantom miniseries for Hermes Press. On the opposite page, page 354, this looks kind of wacky, uh, the tragedy series, Secret Lobster Claws and Other Misfortunes. <laughs> Appears to be a well, Victorian-inspired little uh, short, like, one-page or one-panel gag strips. Up on page 370, under Rebellion 2000 AD, is the 2000 AD March 2015 pack in the Judge Dread magazine, number 358. 
All right, back on page 362 and 63, here's an interesting concept. It's from writer Cullen Bunn, Hellbreak, about a team of uh, elite operatives whom you can hire to break you out of hell. Okay. <laughs> wow. Special Forces Extraction Team dispatched to rescue lost souls from the infernal realm. And very important, one dollar. <laughs> Special one dollar issue. Hmm. That well, is a great way to try something. I believe I will be doing exactly that. Trying something. Yeah. <laughs> For uh, what will probably be less than a dollar through DCBS. Oh, you're putting me on the spot here, aren't you? That's right. I'll cover um, up on page 373. Square Fish has uh, a wrinkle in time trade paperback. I'm trying to get uh, my oldest boy to read this book. It's one of his books that he has to read for a book report thing that they do all year. Um, I want to reread it again. I haven't read it since I was a kid. And uh, I know I've looked at this version of it as well somewhere. And, um, yeah, I'm sure that we've talked about our oh, yeah. time in comics yeah. in some earlier, probably previews episode. Absolutely. But um, I thought I mentioned here, I remember loving the book very much. I remember learning pretty quickly that Madeline Lengel has a tendency to overwrite. <laughs> the uh, main cover for Hellbreak, half off only 50 cents. Oh, wow. I'd buy that for half a dollar. <laughs> Had a cup of coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. Okay. Oh, God, I love coffee. Oh, <laughs> Sweet nectar. <laughs> All right. 376, Shane. Titan Comics. Oh, see, I, I, I went over that to the to the actual 373. Uh, oh, well, I mean, you can but do good, that no, as go well. Ahead. But that's 376. Uh, the 10th anniversary of the return of Doctor Who on TV brings us Doctor Who, the ninth Doctor number one, a five-part miniseries. That's cool. It is very, very cool. Yeah, I'm... You know, for whatever reason that it didn't happen, I was disappointed that he didn't or wasn't able to participate in the anniversary episode. Um, what was that, 2013? Mm -hmm. um, this is a neat way to see some more Christopher Eccleston Doctor Who stuff. Which is always a good thing. Oh, my gosh. Really yeah. loved his role as a doctor. I, I just, that first episode, hello, Rose Tyler, I'm the doctor. Run for your life. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Penguins of Madagascar Volume 1 collects uh, their recent well, – I was going to say recent miniseries, but it looks like collects Penguins of Madagascar 1 and 2. That saddens me a little bit. I wow. thought there was more than just 1 and 2. Well, there were four issues, and I can think of no good reason why all four of those issues shouldn't be in a single trade. Me too. At least now, it's, it's it is only six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, but – yeah, I think it actually is a little cheaper than buying like the, it, the individual it, issues. Oh, it probably is. I just thought it was all four. I didn't really look at the price. Yeah, it's just hoping it was all four. Uh, One shot. To package those. Ooh, now 386. Yep. From the, uh, uh, for the moment, still autonomous top shelf productions, Nemo River of Ghosts hardcover. Uh, that is uh, the, the latest installment in uh, Alan Moore and Kev O'Neill's uh, series of uh, original graphic novels starring uh, the daughter of uh, Captain Nemo. Of uh, Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and also Alan Moore and Kev O'Neill's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen series. So this is very much set in the universe of founding on continuing the tales of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but uh, from the POV of, of uh, the young Nemo. 
this is the third and final of these stories, and uh, young Nemo is not so young anymore. She's 80 years old, and it's 1975, baby. Wow. And I must have missed these when they were first listed. Oh, man. Really? I must have. I don't think I have these. I have a duplicate copy of the second one. Really? Yes, because I I must have ordered it from previews, but at one of Wild Chris's... Wild, Wild Chris's? Chris's? One of Chris's... <laughs> Wild Chris's pig <laughs> sales. <laughs> oh, boy, it's late. Uh, Wild pig... Chris's Wild Pig sales. Still can't get it out right. I picked up another copy thinking I had not ordered it. So I will give you one of the copies, Pants. So you'll have number two at least. Excellent. Yeah, which I, is the I, Rose I, of Berlin. I don't know how I – so I have to order the other two then. I think it's the Rose of Berlin. Maybe it's the Heart of Ice. Oh, well, I can't order it until you let me know what it, what it is. <laughs> if you don't hear from me by Sunday, text me because I'm forgetful that way. But you can absolutely have whatever I have a duplicate of. Thumbs up. Okay. I wish I would have known. I would have said something to you. I don't know how I missed that. It's a big book. Up on page 388 is Tomorrow Publications, American Comic Book Chronicles, the 70s hardcover. Is that new or resolicited? Mm. Couldn't remember if we've seen a 70s volume yet. I believe that's new, new, new. Either way, it's worth mentioning. These are great books. Oh if you like comic book history, get these books. It's a preview star of the month. Okay, coming up on page 392. You're here. not kidding. Wowzers. Go ahead. Uh, well, it's a new Ninjak series from Valiant. It's part of uh, Valiant Next, which I guess is similar to Marvel now. Um, it's written by Matt Kent. Uh, the art is by Clay Mann and Butch Geis. And um, it looks pretty sweet. And it's uh, bringing back the original concept uh, of, of uh, an MI6 agent, Colin King, uh, who uh, moonlights as uh, well, a Caucasian ninja named Ninjak. Uh, I remember when uh, Mar when Valiant became acclaimed comics, they kind of did a reboot of the whole concept, and it became uh, like a geeky middle school student who, oh, that's right. who used a magic video game to turn into Ninjak. But nope, back to the original formula here, and uh, it's looks pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick that up. Half off through DCBS because I I ordered the second issue, and I'll order the third issue of Time Walker. Yet another time travel yep, thing, classic Valiant concept. Oh, but it also has to do with time travel, yeah, continuing yeah. this month's theme. Page 397, we've got the final issue of the Valiant miniseries, superstar creative team Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, and Paolo Rivera. I, I got the first issue, folks, and it is great looking. Yeah. If, if anybody out there ever gets to a convention and sees Paolo Rivera, just stand and watch him draw. If he still has his setup the same way he, he did when I last saw him, he has a mirror so he can just draw and you can see what he's drawing. It's, it's beautiful. It's just fantastic work. That's all I had for comics until we go back to the books. Well, then let's go back to the books because I don't have anything else in the comic section either. I was up on page 422 and 423. And there goes my phone. A whole bunch of, of books under comic... Comics Young Readers, all kid-friendly, um, DC books, like hard cardboard, thicker stock type books. Looks like a lot of fun for any youngster in the family. Appear to be using like a classic uh, Bronze Age stock art. As, yeah, it uh, sure does. As the illustrations. I just thought, what a, what a 
great collection of books. My first Superman book, my first supervillains book, first Batman yeah, book. Yeah, the supervillains took me by surprise. When you read closer, it says, learn the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> well, in the Batman one, touch and feel. Oh, my God. I mean, as does the Superman and Woman. Those books are always fun. <laughs> oh, don't, boy. Don't take it that way. <laughs> DC Hoop Superheroes Busy Bodies Board Book. Opposites Board Book. The ABC Book. First Girl Power Book. Nice. It just looks like a fun series. If you have a youngster, pick them up. I see on page 431, part of the chess collection for Marvel is a Star-Lord and Thanos. I missed the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, one of these that they had out years ago. Um, I may pick up the Star-Lord for Ben. He's really loving that character. Oh, go ahead. It, I, I'm Because I'm, it's like I see these and I want to buy them, but I know I can't buy them. Alter Ego 132 and back issue 80. Yep. Covering the Green Lantern and Flash 70th anniversaries and like the, the Silver and Bronze Age. Bronze Age is like, oh, God. Good I, stuff. It's like, and they put out so much, but I just, I'm so far behind in my reading. I know. I am too, but I always get the back issue. And every now and then I'll get an alter ego. I, I might pick up that one too. That's a, that's a great, looks like a great mag this month, an alter ego. And it always is, but my, my mainstay that I get every time it's out is back issue. Still fantastic. Now, this time, other than seeing um, back in the clothing apparel sections, the DC bombshells satin robes, which which look fun, but I would get funny looks if I wore them. And on page 442, the Holy Golden Anniversary Batman 75th logo T-shirt, which I actually would like to get one of those. And um, the Space Buddies Rocket Raccoon and Groot type shirt on page 444 is... Flash TV show shirts and sweatshirts. I like the the Run Barry Run, which yeah. kind of looks like Run DMC ish to me anyway. Central City Track, Central City Crime Lab, lots of fun stuff. So Does that mean time to wrap it up here, fellas? Uh, I think we. Probably I'm good with should. wrapping it up. All right, there's this month's previews. You want to recap the uh, choices for off the racks this month? This month's off the racks. We're going to do four of them. Pastaways by Dark Horse, Pastaways number one, it's on page 48. Convergence number zero from DC, that's on page 88. Chrononauts number one, that's from Image on page 200. And Howard the Duck number one in the Marvel book is on page 18, even though it's not written there, that's page 18. <laughs> so check those out if you want to play along. We're doing four off the racks this month. The Dark Horse and the Image, Pastaways and Chrononauts are time travel related, and uh, I thought they looked fun. So there you go. Excellent. And once again, this episode was brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com for all your pre-ordering needs. And also brought to you by Comic Castle. Go to their website. Check out their back issue selection. Visit us at comicgeekspeak.com. Send us an email at comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. To leave a voicemail, the number is 267-702-6642. Stop by The Comic Forums and let us know about anything you're getting out of previews or that we might have missed. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We would like to thank everyone who contributes to the show. Send in some Muddle the Murds. And as always, we are uniting the world's mightiest heroes, one listener at a time.